Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. Let's do this. On today's episode of the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast, we meet Katrina McGee. Now, Katrina is a career break and sabbatical coach and certified life coach with an MBA who helps nine to fivers design mind-blowing breaks to create happier and more fulfilling lives. After leaving, or, or excuse me, after saving $40,000 in 18 months, which is amazing, Katrina sold all of her possessions and left her corporate job for a 20-month break to travel around the world. Upon returning to work, she landed five job offers in just five weeks, paid off $42,000 in debt in full, and then embarked on a career break number two. Katrina helps her clients create fail-proof plans to leave their jobs and take success breaks on their own or of their own. They return from their breaks, recharged, inspired, happily employed, and forever changed. The accomplishments of her 35 plus clients on, on their time off include writing novels, traveling the world, changing careers, and more. And she's here to tell us all about it. So let's welcome Katrina to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. Hi, Katrina. Hi, Christy. So excited to be here with you today. I was excited reading that introduction. <laughs> My goodness. Okay. I am, I'm, yes, I have to hear your story. This is amazing what you've accomplished, what you've done, what you're teaching other people around the world to do as well. Because I thought that this was impossible, but you are actually living the life. I am an example. I am an example. It is possible. Well, I am excited to hear all about it. Can you share with our listener um, your story? I mean, what, what sparked you to go on these sabbaticals and what gave you the insight that, hey, I can do it. I can, I can yeah. you know, change my life and transform my life in a very short amount of time. Yeah, it was a journey. You know, um, I grew up in a really small town in um, rural West Virginia. So I definitely didn't grow up being exposed to things like travel. Um, You know, this was very far outside of my self-concept at the time, but, you know, I was really motivated to just see what life had to offer. Um, I got a math degree, you know, went into my first career into actuarial science, realized I didn't like it, um, decided to go get my MBA because that's what air quotes smart people do. So I went to go get my business school degree and started career number two in market research. And, you know, I just felt miserable. I realized Mm -hmm. corporate was not my happy place and I really didn't know what else was out there. Um, you know, all of my friends, most of my peers were doing corporate type things. And so I really felt stuck. So I actually decided to hire a life coach, um, back in 2011 before like why life coaches were well-known And in that process, it took me months to really like let go of all of the the shoulds I had sort of accumulated over time. I realized all I wanted to do was to see the world. I wanted to reclaim my time 
and just do what I wanted to do for one year. And I wanted to travel around the world, see a bunch of places, eat a bunch of things and just take it from there. But I think what was true for me is I had this deep sense of misalignment that had been building over time. And almost like this inner voice saying to me, you're not where you're supposed to be. You're not where you're supposed to be. You're still not there. I like your MBA, but you're still not there. This new job still isn't there. So, you know, over time, I, I just kind of got desperate enough to actually make the change. And, um, when I wanted to take a break and I realized I wanted this dream, I had $1,500 in my bank account. I had probably 50 something thousand dollars of student loan debt. I had a townhouse that uh, I had to rent out because with the housing market and everything that had crashed, it was underwater. So I couldn't just sell it. So, you know, I definitely had a lot of reasons on paper why it was a terrible idea. I was only at that time, eight months into a second career after getting an MBA. But what was true for me more than anything else is that this is my one precious life. And I knew, you know, at this, at this time I was in my early thirties, I knew if I didn't do it now, it was never going to get easier. Today was like going to be the day that it was the easiest. and It was only going to get harder every day from there. And so, um, I really got serious about saving money and I had to play around with that and kind of find my way. But when I found my sweet spot, I just, I started saving. I got to collect $40,000 in 18 months. I want to take a quick break to thank all our listeners, contributors, and give a shout out to Mintwave Radio for promoting our show in Scotland, the UK, and around the globe. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, or if you are an entrepreneur looking to enhance your communication and connection skills as a leader, contact me at bcnbelove.com forward slash contact. And I gave my job eight months notice. Like I knew I was leaving. I was committed. I wanted to stay the path. So I told them eight months before I left, just say, so you know, I'm taking a break. I'm going to quit my job and travel around the world. And they were like, all right. And so I left and I had the most amazing time. It was transformational. Everybody, you know, had a lot of, not everybody had a lot of fear, but I think a lot of people had concerns for me. Like, will you find another job? Like, will it be hard? What will the market be like when you're done? And, you know, I had no answers for that, but I came back. I was really focused. I created a re-entry period to really focus on what came next. And I landed five job offers in five weeks, took, um, took a job that I was actually really excited about and paid off the rest of my $42,000 of student loan debt and just 21 months got certified as a life coach and started helping people do the same thing. Oh, wow. That, what an amazing, amazing, amazing story. And one that's scary, I'm sure for many yeah. people, like we talked about earlier, I, I can never do that. It takes me like 30 <laughs> days to travel four, four hours away to San Antonio. <laughs> I'm in Houston area and literally it does. I mean, I have to pack everything. I think I'm super high maintenance. I have my <laughs> vitamins and my food and my clothes and everything else. So it's, it's, but you like just gave everything away and just took a jump for it. I did. I did. And I just want to say, you know, I was a very, I'm like, I was a very type A person. I was the mm-hmm. oldest child. Like I was the responsible one. I always got oh, the good grades. Totally I did yes. the thing. Yeah. But at some point for me, what was true is that those choices I was making got me further and further away from, I think the best parts of me, right. The really right. energetic, yes. excited, sparkly part of me. And so I had to, I had to kind of find my way here. I definitely didn't start in this place of living nomadically and thinking, you know, oh, I could solo travel and I can wing it and I can take just a carry on. I mean, the first time I went abroad, I was almost 30 years old. I didn't have a passport until, you know, I was like 27 and I, it took me two more years to use it. So all of this sort of, you know, I just took it as it came one step at a time. 
Well, I, I absolutely love it. I remember being around that age and wanting to be free. And I would take road, these road trips and I would really just deconnect from everything, disconnect from everything. I'd gas up my car, just go and drive and find a great beach, sleep on the beach, have fun in that little city for a couple of days or three days. And that was my outgoing time. And it's time for me to get away and recharge. But wow, you took this to a whole other level. Um, I think the last time I did that, my family called the police and they had me <laughs> out for me because I really did get away. And at that time, I lived in California. I remember driving up the PC, you know, the coast up uh, yeah, the coast oh, yeah, highway up and, yeah. and from Redondo Beach all the way to Santa Barbara. And it was the most beautiful time. I danced with people on the beach. There was some kind of entertainment they had. I went wow. to parks. I chit chat with people at little restaurants and bistros and went window shot. I had a great, greatest time until they called and said the police was looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. And then my little road trips I used to take, they knew I took one about every year just to get away, mm-hmm. but I like your, your, your idea. And I also love the fact that you did go get your MBA. That's something that you have. That's something that you have that no one can take away from you that you did work very hard for. But I think a lot of people think that, Hey, you have to do, you have to go through this path in order to be successful. And you are definitely showing people that know you can create your own life and more fulfilling life. Cause I remember those days when I was young, in my thirties. And the reason why I, I took those little trips was because I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I did the work to get my MBA. I did my work to get a great job. I, I lived in a beautiful area, but I was not happy. And so what do you tell people here today who are just not happy? They've done the work. They have the experience. They have uh, decent job, but they're not fulfilled. Yeah. Okay. Number one is you got to be kind, right? Thank yourself for how far you've gotten. You're here. You have a degree. You've been paying the bills. You've been saving the money, right? Maybe you've been padding your retirement account. Like let's not, let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like that is amazing, right? Congratulations to you for doing that and be grateful to that version of you in the past that got you here. Right. And then decide, that you want to know what's true for you now, who you are now, what you want now, because what I find for myself and also for my clients, you know, it's not necessarily that we're always, you know, doing something so far removed from what we wanted, but sometimes we're chasing 24 year old us as goals, right? I want to get out of school. I want to get a good job. I want to make some money. Like that's amazing. And there was a time in my life where that was the big task, right? Can I get a good paying job that pays more than my parents, you know, may just kind of struggling by and can I have my own apartment and can I go out to eat and can I take trips? Can I be on a plane? Um, and I did all those things, right? But me at 32 has different life experience and different goals and different needs than me at 22. And so I think one of the most centering things we can do is ask ourselves, right? Have compassion for the past and the choices we've made and ask ourselves, what do I want now? Right? Like, knowing what you want, being clear on why it's important to you is so important to do really hard, scary things, to make changes, to choose different paths, because you need to understand why you're choosing this path. Cause it's never going to be easy. It's never going to be not scary, but it's going to be worth it. If you're clear on why you're doing it. Wow. I love it. Yes. Be clear on why you're doing it and it's okay. It's okay. Give yourself grace, be kind to yourself and allow that, understand that 
times have changed. You've changed, you know, we replenish what it, what's the terminology or the statistics says that we replenish ourselves every seven years. Oh yeah. Our body, like our cells, everything turns over. Yeah. Person every seven years. And so um, understand that things have changed and now it's up to you to really go out and seek your true, your true essence, your true being your authentic life. And now you've done a lot of things while even world traveling. I mean, you've been at Forbes, you uh, Thrive Global, Huffington Post. How did you do all of these things in an, in an environment that's always changing? Yeah, that's such a great question. You know, so I did become, I've been a nomad now for about four years running my own business and it definitely comes with challenges, but I just want to say this was not always my dream life. Like I think, you know, I've been following my own advice in constantly realigning and finding out what is true for me now. And so there was a point in my life four years ago where I just felt like I wanted to see more of the world and I love the freedom to say yes. Right. So when a friend calls and says, I miss you, like, could you come hang out with me for a week? I can say yes to that. If I, you know, have somebody like I went on a nomad cruise with 300 other digital nomads. And when I learned about that opportunity, I was like, yes, I will fly to Barcelona, get on a ship, go for two weeks, transatlantic and end in Brazil with a bunch of other digital nomads. Yes, I will do that. Right. And so, you know, for me, it's this, it's this lifestyle to be able to just say, yes, it does come with sacrifice though. Right. So I have a morning routine, um, that I use to try to ground me no matter where I am and what I'm doing. So it helps me feel some continuity. I have learned things like a morning cup of tea is a must for me. So it really helps me feel like at home, no matter where I am. So there are little things I do to try to create some sense of routine or comfort in my situation, but you know, I have to be very diligent about my time and I'm not always to be honest. I'm not always the best. Sometimes I'm working, you know, evenings or I'm working on weekends to compensate for the time I spent traveling, but I'm always asking myself, you know, is this worth it? What is the most important thing to me? What am I willing to sacrifice to have that? What am I not willing to sacrifice? And so I could imagine a time later this year where maybe I do settle down for two or three months just because time changing with time zones and being on the road, like it does take a lot. And so I like to mix it up and I like to give myself whatever it is I need at that time. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Love it. Now you started your journey by hiring a life coach and Mm -hmm. soon you became a life coach. Now, what are some of the other um, ways this life coach helped you? Because you were really at a turning point in your life. And it sounds like the life coach really helped you to really catapult your future. Yeah, absolutely. So I think what a great coach does and what my coach did for me is they help you like pull away the curtains. So you really see your life in a way where you have choice. So this was the thing for me, right? When I went into that relationship with my coach, I believed that all the things I had, or most of the things I had were just the way that it was right. Well, I have to pay bills. I have to have health insurance that comes from an employer. I have to have a nice apartment. I have to, you know, like all the things I had to do, I have to be a good daughter. I have to be a good partner. Those were just like a given. So I basically was picking up 25 balls and juggling them and then saying, there's just no time or space for me to juggle the balls I really want to juggle. But what she helped me see is that all of those balls were a choice. I could pick them up or I could put them down and I put a lot of them down. Right. But for me, it was like just the awareness that there were other ways of being, there were other choices to make. I don't 
have to have a corporate job. I don't have to live in a nice apartment. I can, I could have a roommate, which is what I did for 12 of the 18 months that I was saving money. I moved into a fancy apartment, but with a roommate um, from my job because I wanted to save money, right? It's that trade-off of like what matters most to me. But I didn't even know that was a choice for me. It's like, I'm 32 years old. I can't have a roommate. That's crazy. But what was true for me when I really got down to it is I want to save money and I want to be on a beach in Thailand. So I will do whatever it takes to get my behind there, right? Um, so that was really helpful to me, you know, and that's the work that I do too. The secret is you don't actually need a break to have the life you want. Taking a break is fantastic. It gives you the space to be you. It gives you the space to say yes. It gives you the space to have so much freedom, but you can create the life that you want right now. You can create it by making different choices, by changing your perspective, by changing your thinking. And so what she did for me and what, you know, I do for my clients now is really like lift the veil, move the curtain to just see your life in a way where you feel like you get to make choices about what you keep and what you put down. Oh, I love it. That is great. Good, good nuggets here, right? Good nuggets, good nuggets. Now, when you take a break, and I'm sure you teach this to your, your um, students as well, or your clients as well, but when you take a break, you do feel recharged. You do feel re-energized. And for you, you took a break and you came back and you got five new jobs in five weeks. That's unheard of. I've not heard of that before in my life. For, for someone who actually just left for quite a long time, took a 20 month break and came back and you're just like, hey, you're doing it. So what do you think shifted when oh, yeah, did that? Yeah. Oh, I know this one. So I fully believe in having a very intentional break. So if you want your break to be fantastic, be open, you know, go with the flow, but set intentions, know what you need to get out of it to make it worthwhile, know what you need to get out of it for it to feel successful for you personally, and really hold that intention in, in a top of mind. And so for me, I created a space in my break, which I help my clients do as well, called the re-entry period, where you plan for that re-entry, where you create time to have a meltdown, have fear, like freak out, you know, update your resume and tear it apart and then whine about how you have to do a resume at all and how much it sucks, right? Like you need time to do that. And so what was true for me is that time really let me figure out and get clear on what I wanted to achieve next and then help me start to take the steps to do it. And so as much as my story sounds, you know, a little crazy, like those five job offers in five weeks, I came back from my break feeling recharged, inspired. I had amazing stories to tell. And I was super clear that this was one of the coolest things that anyone that they were about to interview had ever done. Right. And so I showed up to those interviews with that energy and I only applied to jobs I was genuinely interested in. So I could take my interest and really connect with them and like transmit that energy of like, I want this job and this is why you want me but I've helped my clients do the same thing. And they've had their own version of job miracles. Some of my clients have literally not even applied for jobs. Like they're on a break. And then someone from their past calls mm -hmm. them like seven months in and says, listen, I know you're on a break, but I have this job. You would be perfect for it. Is there any way that you would just maybe even like on a contract basis, or would you consider ending your break early? Like I have had people poached out of their really. Breaks. Yes. I have a client that I just did an interview with. Um, and we actually posted on YouTube, but we just did an interview. He was like freaking out the whole time when he started his break. What's going to happen at the end? I don't know. Will I find a job? I've got to figure myself out. And basically he came to this very simple conclusion. Five months in, I feel ready. And then a week later he applied, got a job. He's excited. And he's starting, like, I think he just started last week. Like it's crazy how it flows to you, but it does when you are that 
inspired, honest, aligned, recharged version of yourself, you call in more good things. Wow. And that, and that is so true. When you transfer your energy from one of desperation and oh, I have to have it to just being free, so many things and opportunities come to you. I remember way back when I had to have a job, yeah. I applied to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of jobs. And I don't want a job. And people are calling me about a job. Like, I don't need a job. Exactly. And I'm getting all these calls, but it's, it's weird how that works. And I love how you call it job miracles. These are job miracles, but yeah. allowing yourself to like release and just let go, let go and see what things come in. Now for me, taking like one day off a a week is a major accomplishment. And I've been doing that, not coming into my office at all. But even that small transition, I see that things are opening up because I'm not attached to, oh, I got to get this done. It'll get done Monday. Yes, it'll get done Monday. I'll have like double emails, I'm sure to go through, but that's okay. I'll just spend a little more time in the morning going through those. But other than that, it can wait. I need me time, right? That's beautiful. Recharge, yeah. take care of Christy. And to relax. So I try not to schedule anything on Sundays, uh, preferably not on Saturdays either. But by doing that, I didn't understand the power of, of needing a break and, and recharging and just allowing and going out and doing something fun and not even thinking about work. Yes. You need that, Christy. You need that. And it brings <laughs> everyone needs that, right? A better version. Yeah, it brings a better version of you. And I think it's so easy to sort of put ourselves last. But the secret, as you know, it doesn't matter how much work you do, there will always be more things to be done. So you have to proactively insert Christy time, right? Me time yes. into the equation, or else it will never, it will never magically appear. And you know what? I feel so, so much better since I've been doing that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so Katrina, can you, I know you shared a couple of tips with our listeners. Can you just go over those or, or really nail down three tips that our listeners can use right now to help them really just, yeah, like you said, recharge, be inspired and yeah. happily employed, right? Forever. Absolutely. I absolutely can. So, you know, the first thing I think is so important, no matter where you are, what you're trying to do, take a break, switch careers, just find more time for you is set an intention and keep it simple, right? What is it that you want this time to be about? You know, I don't like to do word of the years or new year's resolutions, but I do, I do sometimes feel called to set an intention. And my simple intention for 2022 is to fall in love with myself and my life to really feel the abundance around me and to just to be able to smile just because it feels so good to be in my life and to be appreciating all that life has, right? So set your intention and let that guide you. Because if you are, you know, feeling like you're being tossed around, having that North star out far ahead of like where you're trying to go can be so centering and so hope giving in moments where you feel like you don't know what is going on. Um, another tip I will give you, no matter what kind of transition you're trying to make, it can feel like it's not working fast enough. So in hindsight, everything you talked about, Christy, that sounds like I did it so fast, but let me tell you when I was in it, I was like, why is this money not here yet? Right, right. Is this ever going to work? <laughs> like, am I ever going to make it? You know, there's so many things that will come up and it feels painfully slow. Mm -hmm. It's important to celebrate your wins yes. every day. So mm -hmm. I have a little virtual post-it note I have on my laptop and it sits in the corner where it lives. And every time something goes well, I feel good. Something like the universe comes in to support me and like, oh, I just got $50 I wasn't expecting. Or, oh, so-and-so called me and told me they think I'm doing a great job. It goes on the wins. And then at the end of the day, I reread it and you have to 
bring attention and awareness and focus to how you are winning and having momentum. Otherwise you will so easily like feel like you're sucking and it's not happening fast enough. Um, you know, and I think the, the last thing I would say, as far as tips go, you know, really truly take time for yourself, create some white space in your week. So this is an assignment. I give a lot of my clients that overwork. Um, can you proactively set one hour or two hours somewhere in your calendar for the week and make no plans, not a massage, not a walk, no, no plans. plans, no plans. And you show up to the hour. And this is the question, Christy, you ask so yourself. I, okay. Wait a minute. Exactly. Back up, back yeah, up. yeah. Okay. So do I get dressed up or do I not get dressed up? Do I get in a car or do I not get in a car? Uh-huh. So it's whatever you want, but this is the rule, no plans. And let's say you do it at 11 o'clock on a Friday AM at 10 59. You're like, what do I feel like right now? Mm-hmm. And then whatever that is, that is the right answer because here's what happens. We are pre-scheduling our whole life, right? So, you know, Monday, Katrina decided Friday at 11, I need to be at the grocery store and then I have to do this thing. And then I have to go to the post office. And then I told so-and-so I would do dinner, but maybe when I show up that day, I feel sad. And I just want to like put on a like big blanket and like sit down and like watch some cheesy TV. Or maybe I want to go for a walk because I feel all this pent up energy from the stressful week I've had. But so often we're not actually giving ourselves what we really truly need in that moment. We're not able to be fully present with ourselves. And so the practice of not pre-scheduling time alone and just showing up to that hour, like, what do I need right now? And then giving it to yourself is magical. I've had a couple of days like that and I love it. So I'm going to definitely implement that every single week, especially maybe on my Sunday day. I think you should Christy. Yes. I know some days I just say, I just feel like getting my coffee, coffee robe and sitting on the couch and I don't know, eating popcorn and watching yes. movies. I don't watch TV at all. So it's decadent, like right? Decadent. Yeah. Yeah. My husband will come in the house and I'll say, what are you doing? I'm on the couch. I'm relaxing. And I don't want anyone <laughs> to talk to me at this moment. And this is, a, <laughs> this is what I want to do is watch, uh, watch uh, Hallmark all day long. <laughs> and that's my time. That's what I want to do at that moment. I feel so good doing yes. that because that's what I needed at that time. That so is what you needed at that time. I'll say, I, hmm, it's a beautiful day outside. Maybe I'll go play in the garden a little bit and check out my roses. Love that too. And I feel energized, recharged. I don't feel tired. I don't feel drained or anything like that. And I feel so happy and accomplished uh, the rest of, for the rest of the day. So I love, love that. And the other tip that I really like is celebrate your wins each day. I did this last night, actually. I was drained. I was doing so many work, so many, so much, so many projects and just felt just exhausted. And I said, wait a minute. Let me stop here. What went well today? Oh, wow. There's some great things that did go well. And I acknowledged myself for it and felt happy. My vibration went up. I had a great night's sleep right after. And I woke up feeling recharged and ready for the next day. So that is important to really pat yourself on the back and celebrate yourself every single day. There's something you did within that day that you can be grateful for. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love the way that you said that. And look at you, Christy, doing all the things. You're already doing all the things. <laughs> I'm doing a lot, that's for sure. So Katrina, before I let you go, can you tell our listeners what is lighting you up these days? What's oh, up, yes. Katrina? Yes. Okay. So I have a couple of things, but two big mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. I am feeling so lit up about creating a sense of community. So I think 
entrepreneurship can be amazing and it can also be a lonely road when you are a solopreneur. And so I've really taken, you know, this last two months, I've really taken on this initiative to not just know more people, but to have real connections with more people and to feel like my peer set is more um, connected to me and that I am giving more to them. And I just like that there are people I can count on and people that I can connect with and share that experience. So for me, that has been amazing. And I feel lit up building that community. And the other thing is, you know, like I said, my 2022 vision of really falling in self, falling in love with myself and my life, I've really been focused on, you know, going to create, moving towards creating what I want now, instead of feeling like I have to wait and I have to earn it, right? Like my business has to make this much and I have to accomplish these things before I'm allowed to take Fridays off at 3 PM and just go for a walk or before I'm allowed, you know, to stay in a nice hotel and just have a nice robe and comfy slippers and just feel like this decadent, amazing sense of abundance, right? It's like, no, like if I want to fall in love with myself, if I want to fall in love with life. I have to like make space for that now and know that that's actually how I grow my business. That's actually how I get more of the things I want. And I don't have to delay. I don't have to like earn the right to enjoy my life. So I've really been like lit up by trying to like get more in touch with my desires and to, to actually find a way to fulfill them. Even if it's a, a milder, cheaper or easier version, it's like, what is my desire and how can I fulfill that in some way? Oh, I love it. Well, tell our listeners where they can find you. I'm sure there's a lot of people here who are experiencing the same, who want the same for their lives and who want to be able to just live in the now and be present with today and allow these great, amazing things to come into their life, into their business and their relationships, whatever, whatever it is that they want. So where can listeners find you? Yeah, you can find me online. So I show up on Instagram fairly often. And my Instagram is kmcgeecoaching, K-M-C-G-H-E-E coaching. And you can also find me on my website. So, you know, there's more about me, more about my story, more about how I help people. And that's simply kmcgeecoaching.com. So either of those places are great, but I love to connect with people. So if, you know, you want to ask me questions or you just want to DM me and know more, you can definitely do that. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad that you made it here on the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. And it worked for you wherever you are in the world <laughs> that you had great internet and was able to join us today because you dropped some serious nuggets and valuable information that I'm sure people can really take to heart and hopefully transform their lives. Thanks again, Katrina. Thank you, Christy.